I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 55 of the podcast. As always, I am very happy to be here with you today. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please go hit that subscribe button. You are not going to want to miss all the action coming your way here on First Class Fatherhood. And a lot has happened since my last recorded episode here. If you follow me on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, I was involved in a pretty serious car accident. I was waiting in a red light, waiting for the red light to change. Never heard a screeching sound. I was violently rear-ended. My car was totaled. I was in some pretty bad shape. And luckily, I had the help of three good Samaritans that came to my aid. I would like to thank them really quick here on the podcast, if I could. They are Alexandra LaBelle, Corey Heath, and an EMT whose name I only know as Tara. Uh, They immediately rushed to the scene to my aid, um, the EMT, to bring me some uh, obvious direction and some comfort. Uh, The gentleman was kind enough to give me a shirt off his back to stop the bleeding from my face. He also went through my car to find my phone so that I could call my wife and get in touch with her. And um, Alexandra was able to call 911 and make sure that police and ambulance were on the scene as soon as possible. So I owe a great deal of gratitude to three amazing angels that have entered my life. And at some point, I would like to invite them on the show here personally, but we will see what happens. Uh, Getting back to first class fatherhood at hand, I got an exciting episode here. This was a previously recorded uh, conversation that I had with a fellow first class father who happens to be a fellow podcaster as well. Uh, You will be hearing from him in just a moment. His podcast is called Hey Dad. He also has a whole Hey Dad experience that he's going to share with you. Uh, His name is Kevin Madsen. And we're going to get to that right after a quick spot. There is so much more to come here on First Class Fatherhood. I am blessed and fortunate to be alive and speaking with you all here today. I want to thank the listeners for their support. Those of you who have reached out to me on Twitter and on Facebook, um, your prayers and your concerns, they really do go a long way. I have been touched by so many people, and I would like to just say thank you to everyone. So I'm going to hit a quick spot. And I'm going to get into this awesome conversation that I had with a like-minded father here. It went pretty well. We were just shooting from the hip, and uh, it went very well. So please enjoy. If you're a young dad out there, if you're a new dad out there, if you're about to be a dad, this conversation is for you. Uh, So please listen up. I am Alec Lace, and I am very happy to be here, and you are listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a first-class father of three children. He is the host of the podcast called Hey Dad, and he is also the creator of the Hey Dad Experience. I am very honored to have with me today, Kevin Matson. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Very nice to have you along. Uh, what can you tell me about your podcast? Yeah, so uh, we have a podcast called the Hey Dad Podcast, and it's my three brothers and I and one of our best friends 
And it got started basically, I think probably pretty similar to you because we kind of looked around and didn't really see a conversation that sounded like us and that sounded just like a bunch of normal dads that, you know, are still have personalities and are funny, normal people that also want to be really great at being dads. Um, it kind of seemed like uh, there was a lot that was out there for moms, but not a lot out there for dads. And it, it kind of feels like there's a lot more of us like involved, passionate dads uh, maybe than there used to be. And there, the, the, the conversation hadn't really caught up to that. And so we joke around a lot. Uh, we play stupid games like we uh, Derek, who, one of the guys on the podcast, uh, will read he'll make up fake BuzzFeed headlines from the BuzzFeed parenting section. And uh, we, there's like one of them that's real and three of them are fake. And we all try to guess. And, nice. and you know, it ends up being like a half of an actual conversation about dad life and half of just sort of parodying all the bizarre weirdness of being a dad. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more with just the way that fatherhood is portrayed, especially in the media and on TV. And just with, I mean, I, I always talk about how I drive for Uber and I get a chance to speak to a lot of young fathers and a lot of young about to be dads. And just to listen to their philosophy about fatherhood is, is so sad to hear. And it's like fatherhood is not a backdrop in my life. It's my purpose. It's my, 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 it's my world. And then everything else comes around it. When I did start the podcast, the response that I found was overwhelming of dads that felt the same way. And it was so encouraging to hear. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it's, it's this huge culture shift that's happening, but it feels like pop culture, TV, media, et cetera, hasn't really caught up to the fact that these old stereotypes of dad kind of being like stupid and well-intentioned, but like doesn't really know what's going on. And mom's the one who kind of knows everything like that, like sort of, CBS sitcom version of dad is like, it's not the world that a lot of us, especially younger fathers live in. A lot of us are like super involved and like, you know, we're not resentful of, of the obligations of being a dad. Yeah. Sometimes it's overwhelming. Sometimes we're friggin' exhausted. Of course we are, but we're not like wishing that we were dads in the fifties when, you know, you, you could just kind of come home from work and tousle your kid's hair and have a glass of scotch and let mom raise the kids. Like that doesn't feel appealing to me. That would feel, that feels like missing out on such a core part of my life. Yeah. That's a great analogy too. It's almost kind of like the honeymooners. Like we've moved on from Alice Cramden, but everyone expects us to still be Ralph. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's an unfair portrayal of men. We're, we're, we're not those guys anymore. I mean, I'm not. I never have been. So I don't even think of it that way. And it's just not the case anymore. It's, it's so far from, the, from what fatherhood is all about. Yeah, it feels like there's kind of like two different things that I'm seeing. And there's that whole thing. But then there's this newer thing, too, that I'm noticing where it's almost like more patronizing, where like we give dads like extra credit for doing like really normal things where it's like, look at this super dad who's like changing a diaper. And it's like, correct. No, no, that's just like a super normal dad thing. And when you, when you give me extra credit for it, or when you stop me in the grocery store, because I've got three kids with me and you just say, you are just amazing. Like all it does is contribute to the stereotype that like moms are the ones that really do stuff. And you know, anything a dad does is kind of bonus. And Part of that is is patronizing and negative, but it also I also think it it ends up being destructive to 
the my own psyche because I think we, we are fighting this uphill cultural battle about what a dad is supposed to be and when you give me extra credit for something that I feel like is a part of my job, part of my privilege, part of my obligation as a dad, there is that little voice in the back of my head that does kind of like say above and beyond. And that, that, that also means like, hey, you could probably be lazier. You could probably be less engaged. And I don't want that voice in the back of my head. I want people that are spurring me on to be great at this and not you know, giving me a pat on the head for doing something normal. In a sense, where they say, oh, you got the kids tonight. Oh, look at you. You're babysitting in a sense. I don't know where that mentality has come from. And it's, and it's not my way of living, not my well, way Well, I life. know where it's come from. I think it's come from, you know, tens of thousands of years of men not maybe being as engaged as fathers as we should have been. And now I think, I think there's a lot of us like you and I that are kind of waking up to this idea that, not only is this, uh, not only should we be doing this, it's also a privilege. It also enhances our quality of life. It's all, you know, it's great. I think the thing that's been surprising to me is, as I've entered this journey, and I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old and a two-year-old, um, and as, as I've, uh, I don't know, stepped into this and, and really tried to jump in with both feet and be as engaged as possible and really be a partner with my wife in this thing, I, I think I've been surprised um, at how many people like assume that I'm sort of resentful or assume that, I don't know, that I, that I think I deserve to have it easier, whatever that means, than the I ball, do. The and, ball and chain. Yeah, all of that. And, but I look around and I actually see a, a ton of my friends in a really similar circumstance where they're like, yeah, I am up in the middle of the night and I am doing preschool drop off. I'm doing all the things, but I'm not resentful about it. Like I'm tired, you know, I'm, I'm exhausted. Sometimes I wish I had a break, of course, but like, I wouldn't change it. Like this is, this is what I want. And this is, I know it's the best for me. I know it's the best for my wife. I know it's the best for my kids. And this is a part of, you know, being a human that, that is really important to me. And, and you're right in the thick of, I was right where you were at one point. Cause I have four children now, mine are 12, 10, seven and three and yeah you're just I, a little I, ahead yep. yeah yeah and when you have that jump from two to three boy there was never a more difficult time as a father and as uh, really as parents uh, going through that just because kind of like in your case there my older two weren't enough to do everything independently when my third yeah. one came along so i mean i understand those struggles and and you really do grow as a parent you grow as a husband during that time and and you could either walk away or you could throw yourself into it and embrace it. And, and if you embrace it and get through that, that little bit of difficult. And listen, I'm one of the most, um, you know, uh, uh, faulted people on the planet. OK, I, yes. I am by far not a perfect person. I have right many there failures you. in my life. I, I, I am not the best guy in the world by far. But I have I have um, grown, changed and developed like I never thought possible just from the experience of having children. Oh man, I, you are preaching to the choir, man. I could not agree more. I, I, I think parenting is, well, I mean, marriage as well. It, it's someone described marriage to me as um, someone holding a mirror up to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you have to just sort of confront like, oh no, those are my flaws. Oh, that is my selfishness. Oh, that is whatever, whatever that is that you're dealing with. That is my pride. And, and I think having kids exacerbates that as well. But, but it sounds like we've had a really similar experience where it is hard and, and I do mess up all the time, but leaning into it um, has led to so much more like uh, closeness and intimacy with my wife, closeness and intimacy with my kids. And, you know, it's, it's, if you lean in instead of leaning out, then, I don't know. It, it maybe it's temporarily harder, but you end up with something that's so much deeper and better. And and honestly, you're talking about the difficulty of this sort of like season of life, um, and that's part of the reason why 
my wife and I started this thing called Hey Dad, um, which is that there's something unique about that like three to five, three to six, like young enough that they still really need you for a lot. They're learning how to play and engage with each other and with you, but they're not old enough to be self-sufficient and, but they are old enough to, you know, talk back or whatever. So that, that whole season is, is, is tough. And as I looked around at a lot of my friends with kids that were similar ages, especially that like preschool through kindergarten type of age, I noticed that a lot of us, um, sort of not by choice, but kind of just by, I don't know, going with the flow, we had landed in a lot of just like repetition and a lot of we're doing the same puzzle, we're reading the same book, we're watching the same show on Netflix. And I think there's a part of that that I've noticed about dad specifically that like sometimes routine and repetition can be the things that really drain us. And what we want, even if we don't always have the energy or the idea for it, is creativity and spontaneity and doing something new. And like those moments with your kids where somehow you've kind of got the right idea and they're in the right mood and you're in the right mood and it just kind of happens and you feel like this amazing dad and you're in your head, you're like, remember this moment, like this is a memory. This is those moments, like that's what I crave and want more of. And what I want less of is like I said, let's watch the same show. Let's do the same puzzle. Let's read the same book. And so out of that, you know, at a lot of conversations with my wife and friends over the last year and a half, we just sort of landed on, well, what if we could package those moments up and deliver them to dads? What if a dad didn't have to have the perfect idea, didn't have to like research all over the internet for something really cool to do and then order the right supplies and then get them all ready? And then what if we could do that for them and, and test this experience and kind of curate the best of mommy blogs and Pinterest or whatever, the stuff that like most dads are never really going to do. But if you handed it to them, they would love to do it. And what if we made that into an experience? And that experience became the Hey Dad Play Box, um, which is a subscription box. It shows up once a month. And in it is like a themed play experience where it's like 90 minutes of really fun stuff to do with your kid. And one month it might be this whole superhero experience. And the next month it might be this indoor camping experience or uh, the space box, or we're, we're building an escape room that you create in your own house with your kids and a bunch of stuff you can do with PVC. The point is it's like a, a completely different experience every month, but it's all oriented around what is actually fun for dad, because we believe that, I, I don't know about you, but I've had, I've had some moments with my kids where, you know, they're having a lot of fun. And I think if I'm being honest, I'm like a little distracted or like, you know, I'm thinking about work or I might even be like a little bored because it's something that's fun for a three-year-old, but it's not super fun for a 35 year old. And it's fun because I love my kids and I want to be with them, but it's not like intrinsically fun and life-giving, but I've never had the reverse of that. Every time I've ever been with my kids, when I'm switched on and engaged and excited, they are with me. And they are, cause all they want is that type of enthusiasm and engagement and, you know, that play with me. And so we've oriented these boxes around what will be fun for dad. Cause we know if we get him, we'll get the kids too. So that, a lot of that sort of just came out of the unique difficulties of raising kids that are this age, like between, between three and six. Yeah. All right. It is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. 
I, I, I love the idea, the hey dad experience. Because so, you, you don't, we don't have enough things out there for, for, for dads specifically designed for them. The moms have so much support, so, so many different much. groups. I mean, it's over the top with the women's support. And for dads, there's really not much. And everyone just says, oh, kind of like suck it up kind of in a sense. And it's just like, uh, and that's not the case. There should be things like this hey dad thing. I think so many uh, of us have a habit of getting stuck with regret of the past and, mm-hmm. and, and, and then we get stuck in the routine of the present and we don't focus on the future enough. Mm. And, and I think so many times uh, we, we forget, I think because we're in this age of social media with Facebook, and we always it seems like the grass is so much greener on the other side. It looks like everybody else has their, sh- their stuff together. And, and, and we forget that we are all humans. We're all at fault and we're all fighting a different battle. And it's like we need to just kind of instead of judging one another and say, oh, yeah, look at this guy. He got it because it's like. Could, you know, give each other some support. Like, say, hey, when you see a dad out there with his kids, you have to say, oh, babysitting today. Say, yeah, give him some kind of something else. It's so old and it's, it's, it's tiring, like you said. Yeah, exactly. So part of what we want to do is, like, talk to dads. And I think this is another thing you do really well. Talk to talk to dads like we like I would want to be talked to, which is like, I want to speak to your ambition and your ideals. I want to, I want to acknowledge that like, you want to be great at this. And sometimes you're probably not great at it. So I know sometimes I'm not great at it, but you want to be great at it. And, and you want just like resources and community and ideas and, you know, maybe some humor, something that speaks to that part of you as a dad. Cause the other thing that I, I found is really interesting is, and I'm sure you're relate, relate to this. Cause I think you and I think about the same thing a lot, obviously, is that there are like, there are, as a man, right? I'm a 34 year old man. There are a lot of brands that will speak to me as like different parts of my personality, like, you know, ESPN or Barstool or whatever. They'll, they'll talk to me as like sports fan dad or sports fan man. And then, you know, GQ or whatever, will talk, talk to stylish man or what all these different people, they'll, they'll talk to, you know, Apple will talk to like the tech creative part of my personality. None of these brands, none of these conversations are talking to me at like the deepest level of my identity, which is like who I am, who I am as a husband and as a father. And so that's part of why what you do is so important. What I think why what we're doing is so important is like, I want to talk to that part of who you are, encourage that part of who you are. And then most importantly, I want to resource that part of who you are so that your ambition, who you want to be as a dad can meet your reality. And you can feel like, man, I am good at this because I think for so many dads, it actually does come down to confidence. It just comes down to like, you know, I I know so many dads that just feel like, I don't know, man, my wife is just better at me than this or better than me at this. And we just want to be like, okay, I hear you. I see you. Let's, let's give you the resources so that you can be the dad that I already know you want to be. Because the problem that I'm seeing is not that we need to like, motivate dads to be better dads. I'm sure, you know, there are some dads that I'm sure could use a lot of that motivation, but there are a lot of us who actually, we're already there. We want to be great at it. We just don't always have the resources. We don't have the confidence. We don't have the ideas. We don't have the energy. It's those more practical things that keep us from being the dads we want to be. And that's why, you know, we're trying to build what we are. It's just, you know, here you go. You already want to be this. We're just going to help. One of the hardest things for me, I don't know how it is for you. I mean, I'm a railroad mechanic and, and the environment that I work in, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. And the environment that I work in is very high testosterone, very yep. high uh, bad language, very high. Um, it's a whole different mindset on the job for me. So, so to come into the environment with four children, 
doing homework. It, it's a major, major switch that happens there. And a major transition, I've managed to become a lot better at it. But in the beginning, I know how that is for dads. When, when, they, when they're, they're this certain person at work, they have this certain identity at work. And then they have to kind of shed that, walk in the door, and turn on this switch and become the dad that the kids know. Oh, that is so hard. My wife and I talk about like work mode and dad mode and how different it is. And I think everybody's probably got different flavors of that depending on the work you have. But I think what all of us probably can can agree on is like very often the person you need to be at work to be successful in your job and the person you need to be at home to be successful as a father or in your marriage, those are like pretty different people. And that's yeah, why I think a lot of times the like, 20 or 30 minutes right after you get home from work is so hard because you, it's not just, you know, maybe for some of us that work with people that don't have kids, they're looking at the end of the work day as kind of the finish line. And then for folks like me and you, we know like, uh, it's not the finish line. It's just second shift. It's just right. The day's just starting. It's just a new race to run. It's very different from the one I just ran. So that's hard. And then you walk in the door and I don't know about you, but sometimes, you know, I feel like my kids, especially at this age, like, the 5.30 to 7.30, like that's not their best. Like a lot of times that's when they're tired and grumpy and it's not the best time of day for them. So you've got that. And then at least in my situation, um, my wife works part-time, but then a lot of times she's home before me with the kids. And so sometimes she's also just like tired of dealing with all of the things that. <laughs> yeah. And, and especially too, forget about having a bad day at work with it, where you're yelling at the boss or you have a fight with a coworker and you, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen the next day. And you got that tension. Then you come home and your wife has been with the kids all day and she's happy that you're there. So she gets a little bit of relief now. And then you're, you just got to go from one extreme to the other. And, and, and boy, it is difficult and you could use, you know, some type of support, some type of something at that moment. And, and, and still I struggle with it. Sometimes I'll take the, I'll take the kids, go for a walk. Sometimes I have to try to just desensitize my mind from the garbage that I dealt with during the day. Sometimes you walk in the door and you feel like you have to be the savior. Like right when you come in the door, okay, dad's home. And if there was discipline that needed to be meted out, now I'm here. If there are problems that needed to be solved, arguments that needed to be mediated, whatever it is, like the minute you walk in the door, you're the hero. And I do, I'm very sympathetic to moms that, that sort of need that or, or any sort of partner that needs that from a dad. You know, not, we all have the exact same living situation at home. But if, but, but I, I also just want to acknowledge how difficult it is. It's just hard. Well, listen, where, where can we find the uh, subscription to, to the Hey Dad package? Yeah. So if you go to HeyDad.com, uh, you can, uh, you can buy it for yourself. Um, you can buy it, uh, for a dad. We actually even have like uncles and grandparents that have bought it because they're like, Hey, when, when I have the kids, you know, I have the kids, you know, every couple of weeks, I want to have something really fun to do with them. But anyway, you can do all of that at HeyDad.com. Uh, you can also see our podcast there, learn a little bit more about us. And then, uh, for, um, First Class Fatherhood listeners, um, you can use the code First Class and get 10 bucks off of anything at HeyDad.com. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, I really appreciate that. Like I said, we, we need so many more of these uh, outlets. We need so many more of these uh, fatherhood experiences for us. And, I, and really, it's, it, I think it's for the country. The country needs it. I mean, we need the, the, the kids that are coming up right now. They're going to have access to more information, more opportunities than ever before in existence. So, they need, to, they need dads that have it together and, and don't feel any less of themselves for making mistakes and having failures. I couldn't agree more. I think like when you, and, and I'm sure you, you very much relate to this, but when my wife and I were sort of considering starting this thing, 
is that this is extremely important and that if we can sort of empty ourselves out, work as hard as we can, pour a bunch of time and energy and money and stress and all of that into this thing, and what comes out on the other end is dads that feel more connected to their kids, more equipped to have conversations with their kids, more involved in their kids' lives. And if that starts at a young age and hopefully that connection can carry on through adolescence and adulthood, like how many of the world's problems would be lessened if everybody just felt like they had a good dad that knew them and saw them and cared about them. And obviously, first-class fatherhood, hey, dad, we're not going to solve all of the world's problems, but if we can be a small part of some dad's uh, being more engaged with their kids, like that matters. Like that's, that's really important on whatever you believe, whatever spectrum you fall on, religious, political, whatever. The thing I think we can all agree on is like dads that love their kids and are engaged and confident at home. That's good for everybody. I think the, my greatest strengths as a father have come from my failures as a father. And it has taught me so much. And I'm excited about what's to come. And even though that means that there's going to be horrifying experiences to come. I'm yeah. ready just because I know that on the other side of it, there's going to be a better Alec Lace, a better father at the end of it. And I couldn't agree more. And what your kids are seeing then you model is like, dad didn't do good today, but guess what? He got up tomorrow and he tried again. And is there, I don't know that there's a skill that's more important to develop in any human being than resiliency and the ability to say, hey, I didn't do great at this, but number one, that's okay. Number two, I'm still loved and accepted by the people around me. And number three, I'm gonna be better tomorrow. I just wanna say to all the dads out there that are, that are trying their best, you know, you're listening to this podcast, maybe just cause you wanna know that there's some other dads that are trying to figure this out alongside you. Like we might just be two guys you'll never meet, but we hear you, we see you, what you're doing is so important. And um, yeah, man, keep, keep going. Uh, come check us out at HeyDad.com. Obviously keep listening to this amazing podcast. And uh, if there's ever anything, and I know I can speak for Alec as well, if there's ever anything that we can do to help you as a dad, reach out to Alec uh, on social, come see us at HeyDad.com. All we want to do is to help you. Yeah, uh, Kevin Madsen, everybody, HeyDad.com. I'm going to have the link to your uh, website in the description of this podcast, as well as on my social media content when I release the episode. And uh, I really want to say thank you for what you're doing, and thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks a lot, Alec. I will be right back after a quick spot. All right, back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I want to say thank you again to Kevin Madsen for giving me a few minutes of his time here. Don't forget to get over to HeyDad.com and check out that Hey Dad experience. Thank you guys for listening. Please hit me with a little feedback, some comments. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. And stay tuned for tomorrow. I will be having another First Class Father on the podcast here, another fellow podcaster, Hugo Torres. So another awesome conversation with a First Class Father. You're not going to want to miss out. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please always remember, you may not get to always fly first class, but you are always a First Class Father. Tall as